Good morning, church. How's everybody? Did you have a great Thanksgiving? Man, are we done burping yet? (laughs) We ate too much food. I know I did. And uh, the desserts, oh my gosh, that was crazy. I had to rebuke myself. But uh, (laughs) it's all good. Let's pray. (laughs) True confessions. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for this amazing day and for this amazing people and this, um, this amazing time that you have appointed for us, Lord God. We just thank you for your presence. Thank you for prevailing over us, Holy Spirit. We love you so much. We appreciate you, Lord God. And personally, I want to ask you to bless every individual, every household represented here today, Father God, in amazing ways, God. Give us a hearing ear, a heart to receive, and a mind to perceive what you would speak to us on this amazing day of yours that you've given us. And in the name above every name, Jesus, Jesus, oh God, Jesus, to say that name. We appreciate you and we agree. And the people said, amen. Well, Thanksgiving, it's one of my favorite times because you get to, you know, eat, uh, whatever you want to eat, and you can blame it on Thanksgiving, those extra pounds, hallelujah. And it's a tradition, and it's a season, it's turkey time, but I want to encourage you today to make Thanksgiving, the giving of thanks, a lifestyle. you got to make it a lifestyle because it will change your life. You see, a constant attitude of gratitude means a constant flow of favor, constant favor, because the presence of the Lord will be constantly with you. And see, that factor is going to change you. It's going to change your circumstances. It says in 1 Chronicles 16.34, if you got your swords there, or if you're taking notes, 1 Chronicles 16, verse number 34, it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy and loving kindness endure forever. So because he's so good, he's so good, we should live and act differently just just to honor him, just to pay homage to our God who is so amazing and who loves us so much. It tells us in Psalm 100, verse number four, we all know this, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Your opening salutation to God instead of, Lord, I need, should be, Lord, thank you. Thank you, God, for all that you are and all that you do for me. But I have the capacity to breathe. I have the capacity to speak your name. Psalm 95, verse number two says, come before his presence with thanksgiving, knowing already you're going to hear from God who cares about you so much. You want to thank God for what he's already done, for what he's in the process of doing right now and what he's going to do for you because he's faithful to his word. Whatever he promised, it's a done deal. And I love what it says in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. It encourages us to give thanks in all circumstances because this is the will of God for us. He wants you to be grateful because he's got a plan for you. I always say if you're you're grateful, you'll always have a plateful. It's it's for sure, I'm telling you, for sure. So we got to go beyond the turkey day occasion, you know, excuses to eat more food. 
to this lifestyle of thanksgiving. And you know what, what, what it really is then? If I've got this lifestyle of thanksgiving, that means I have a sincere, heartfelt acknowledgement and appreciation and confession of God's benefits in my life. I'm proclaiming that God is good to me all the time. I'm not just thanking him for the stuff. I'm thanking him for him being so generous to me because he doesn't have to. He could leave us on our own. He's, he's already done quite enough already if you think about it up to today. You hear what I'm saying, people? So 2 Peter 1.3 tells us that all things are given to us. Everything we have, we've received. And that's God being responsible to his people. You know, we have to value the giver. We value the stuff, you know, especially when it's fresh in your hand. The new car, the new this, or the, the new that, you know. But we got to value the giver. The giver is more important than the gift. And do you know as the recipient of his giftings, you're more valuable than what he gives you? Are you hearing me, anybody? So gratitude is part of praise. It's form of praise. It tells us in Psalm 23, verse number, I'm sorry, 22, verse number three, that, that he inhabits the praises of his people. In other words, he sits down with you. This is so powerful. You see, he sits down with you to transform you. So he, his presence comes in the room, and he sits down with you to rub off on you who he is, what his temperament is, what his mind is, so that he can rub off of you those things that are not like him at all. Are you hearing me? It's beautiful. So he sits down even in your circumstances, in the situation, in the challenges that you might be facing, the, the, the just discontent in your mind and your heart about all the things that you're facing. What does he do that for? He wants to make sure that his grace is applied to everything in your life. He wants you, that victory assured in you. I love Psalm 113. My mother made me learn the scripture when I was a little kid. You're going to pray this? Pray it. Say it out loud. Say it now. Say it again. Say it again. I'm like, okay, praise the Lord. The Lord is to be praised. Say it again. So I learned it. And it says, who is like to our, our, our God? You know, he's worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. His name is to be praised. He lifts the poor out of the dunghill, the ash heap, and sets him with princes, even with the princes of his people. It's amazing. God needs to be praised. Hallelujah. You know, we don't always say thanks enough to our God, because I think a lot of times we focus on what we don't have yet. You know, God, I've been praying, I've been fasting, I've been reading my word. Where is it? Where is it? I've been waiting, but he's waiting on you to say thank you. He's waiting on you for your praise, for your obedience, for your following after his will. You know, we can't get mad because God doesn't do what we want when we, when we expect him to. You know, but we can't withhold. We can't withhold our praise. We can't withhold our attention. We can't withhold our thanksgiving. Are you hearing me? So if we just simply adjust our sights beyond the struggle, beyond the challenge, what things look like right now, or what we don't have just yet, 
we'll begin to see his blessings all around us. They're everywhere. His grace is everywhere. They're innumerable. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Count your blessings. Remember that song? Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings. Then you'll see what God has done. It's, it's easy. It's so easy. If you remember in the story of uh, the Gospel of John, chapter 6, uh, when Jesus and the 12 had this multitude, a multitude, they said 5,000 men plus the women and children. Now, some, some commentaries say it's probably 10, 15,000. But if you think about it, everybody in the outlying areas, in the villages, they were going to be showing up because they didn't have Netflix, they didn't have TV, they didn't have the malls. So everybody <laughs> was coming out to see what Jesus was going to do. And they, you know, they probably get fed. You, know, you invite them to the food and they, they show up. So there had to be maybe 20, 30, 40,000 people. But all they had, two fish and five loaves. What are we going to do with that? Jesus didn't panic. What did he do? He gave thanks. He simply gave thanks. And the miracle took place. Giving thanks to God the Father, and this miracle shows up, and they had 12 baskets 12 doggy bags left. You know, I love when you say, give me the doggy bag. And you know doggone well that your dog is not going to get that food. <laughs> but they had all this food, and they fed all of these people simply by him giving thanks. He never complained. He never was, you know, confronted with, like, what are we going to do? He wasn't stressed because he knew God the Father, whose grace is more than sufficient, more than enough, was going to supply everything that they needed. And he does this for us all day, every day, all the time. Hallelujah. So thanksgiving, that gratitude attitude, I believe is a multifaceted multitasker. It not only accomplishes multiplication, but I want you to listen to some of these phenomenal elements of thanksgiving. Number one, gratitude has a unique quality, a characteristic it cannot hide itself. When you have gratitude in your heart, you know, you're lit differently. It, it pours out of you. That light of God just shows, shows itself. It displays itself. So that attitude, gratitude, that attitude of gratitude is a, is a beautiful facet of humility, which is just like Jesus. He humbled himself. You should read Philippians 2. It talks about, you know, Jesus left heaven to take on flesh, to humble himself so that we, we'd have an example of, of, of humility and what it's like to really love on God, to have a community, to have a, co a connection and communion with the Father, to be reestablished and reconciled with God. He humbled himself to give us access to that. Secondly, Praise is a seed that's planted in God. In other words, you're blessing the blesser. You're blessing the blesser so that you become a blessing. That's a powerful thought. God first gives to us, we receive, we get it, then we give thanks, and then we get more. That's increase. That's his plan. That's why he wants us to praise him. He wants us to thank him because that's his will for us so that we can increase that we can have more and become more. So thanksgiving then delivers us from not enough through just enough to more than enough. So, so I have, maybe I don't have 
enough kindness or I don't have enough forgiveness, I don't have enough money, then as I'm praising God, then I'm pretty soon I'm gonna have the ability to have some mercy and some compassion and I'll be able to meet my needs. And then he's gonna deliver me to more than enough so that I'm gonna, by my life, change somebody else's life and buy somebody else something that maybe they need. Bless somebody else. It's a powerful, it's a powerful strategy that God has. He's so smart. He's so highly intelligent. My goodness. I should praise him for that right now. Amen? So our thankful attitude, then it opens these avenues of favor. Avenues of favor. And the manifestation of that is going to be uh, income streams, uh, the mercies of God, having access to, to open doors and great opportunities, unexpected favor. Influence, affluence, recovery, restoration, just because you're saying thank you? Are you kidding me? You should be saying thank you, Jesus, every time you, thank you, Jesus. Every, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about that affluence. I'm thinking about that influence. I'm thinking about somebody being helped because God blessed me so. So if you're grateful with the meager, Trust me, you'll be entrusted with the major things of God in your life. Point number three, thanksgiving is your reasonable response. It is a responsibility. It proves your good stewardship, and it shows your strong character. Did you know in the Old Testament, it was Levitical law that you had to give thanks offerings? It was, it was an obligation and I think we should have that now because that would certainly crush some of that entitlement that we, that we slink into some, sometimes, just a thought. It'll get very quiet again, okay. <laughs> but we need it. We need to be grateful. Again, everything that we are, everything that we have, all the things that we use belong to God. So that gratitude is gonna prove our identity and allow the likeness of Jesus to emerge. Are you hearing me? Point number four, the Bible tells us that we should offer sacrifice of thanksgiving. Sacrifice of thanksgiving. In other words, when we're in the face of a challenge, we're dealing with tough stuff, you know, hard questions, we're in the face of opposition, we're just gonna, rather than try to figure all that stuff out, God, I'm just gonna praise you. I'm just gonna trust you. It tells us in Hebrews 13, 15, therefore let us at all times... Let us at all times, not just the good times, the crazy times, the, the insane times. When you're hearing ISIS on the news, in those times, we got to praise God and trust him because he's going to come through for us. He's God. He's sovereign. Hallelujah. So at all times, offer up to God a sacrifice of praise. You know, when you got lions in the den and liars in the living room, I'm just going to praise God because he, can, he is the only one who can handle all those critters. Amen? Remember Andre Crouch's song, Through It All? Yes. Through It All. We learn to trust God. We learn to praise him. And he is worthy to be praised because he's so faithful. Psalm 107, verse number 22, it says, let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and rehearse his deeds. Not what's going on, not the problem, 
but rehearses deeds with shouts of joy. You know, God is bigger than any situation you could ever be in. He's bigger than cancer. He's bigger than the negative reports. He's bigger than the problems that we have on our job or in relationships, family. He can handle it. Just start praising him for the results. Psalms 50, verse 23 says, God says this to us, he, off, he who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me. Putting self aside and honor God. In Psalm 104, verse number one, let all that I am, let all that I am praise the Lord. All that you are and all your being, all you're doing, all your thinking, you want to praise him. Everything we do and say and think should praise and honor God. Are you hearing me? Point number five, it's a multi, this multitasker of thanksgiving produces power and ensures victory. It, it is a weapon. Are you hearing me? See, thanks is vital if we're going to see the supernatural power of God show up. If we're going to see the, the Holy Ghost power manifest. If we're going to see God interrupt that negative program that you keep listening to. You know, this was the case in 2 Chronicles 20, uh, Pastor talked about a couple of weeks ago, where Jehoshaphat sent out the praise team. Come on now. Call, hey, y'all go, uh, trumpeters, keyboard players, cymbals, cymbal players, y'all get out there and just sing and pra praise the Lord, okay? Now, he was surrounded by these three armies. They were, they were surrounded. What are, they, what are we going to do? Three mighty armies. But when they began to sing and thank the Lord and praise the Lord, make melody to, unto the Lord, what happened? Confusion set in around those people, those, those enemies, and they killed themselves. <laughs> Isn't that a beauty? You don't, even have to, you don't even have to sweat it. You don't have to pull out your sword or do the Naomi Campbell impersonation, throw your cell phone to hit somebody. That was pretty powerful. So in three days, it took them three days, listen, to collect all the spoils. So what did they get? Victory and favor and increase and cha-ching. Come on. For thanking God. That's hallelujah. And another one of my favorite verses is Psalm 149, verses 6 to 9. It says that the praise in your mouth is a sword to wreak havoc and bind the enemy and disarm and execute the enemy against you. What? Thanking God? My praise is going to slay the enemy? Give me some more. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. Never lose sight of the power of appreciation and gratitude and thanking God. Mm. Praise precedes the victory. So don't despise or fear what it may look like right now. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to stress over that. How we handle now is going to determine how God will trust you with the big later. See, it's not what we go through, but it's, it's how we go through it, how we respond or how we react to those situations. You see, a thankful, this is, this is a great statement, a thankful mind never denies reality or its plethora of problems, but it rejoices in God. So in the midst of that mess, the ka that happens, that's the abbreviation of another da-da-da-da, okay, God's there for you. 
He's going to bless you. He's going to help you. Here's what it says in Psalm 46, verse number one. He is our refuge and safety and well-proven help. Well-proven help. When did he ever fail you? When was he ever not there? So we need to praise him in every trouble. It's simple. Refocus. Refocus. Eyes off I. Eyes off my stuff. Eyes off all they said against me. Eyes off what ha happened. Eyes off of that and eyes on God. And start thanking him for your eyes instead. Anybody? Y'all get so quiet. Is this Presbyterian church or this with the Lutheran church? Oh, okay. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so so if, if we're without thanksgiving, we're without God's fullness. If, if we're without thanks, we're going to be with lack and distorted vision and, and wrong perspectives. Without thanksgiving, we're apt to fall prey to the enemy and get jealous and have strife and envy and entitlement enshrouding us. We need some of that thanks. Are you hearing me? Okay. And see, all of those elements of the enemy, they're, they're rooted in, in our arrogance, we choose pride. We go, we go the arrogant way. And I, I always say that arrogance causes you to err against yourself. You need to cut it out. Just saying. Here's a sidebar, a couple of points I wanted to share too. Psychologists say this, that a thankful attitude is the cure for many emotional ailments. Hello? Discouragement and depression are the total collapse of thanksgiving in people's lives. They conclude expressing gratitude hits our emotional reset button. Powerful, huh? Delving into the psych, I'm sorry, the physiology of gratitude, researchers discovered that gratitude acts powerfully on neurotransmitters in the brain to increase happiness, reduce stress, boost energy, and even improve your sleep. Mm -hmm. So in their study of the chemistry of gratitude, therapists are focusing on how people can foster what they call the emotion of gratitude. So patients reap their, that uh, psychological effect. Now Robert Emmons, a psychology professor at UC Davis, and also the author of two books on the science of gratitude, reports that grateful people feel more alert, alive, enthusiastic, and interested. They also feel connected to others because, because gratitude acts as a stress buffer. I also call it a stress buster. <laughs> Grateful people are less likely to experience, this is so great. Grateful people are less likely to experience envy, anger, regret, resentment, and other unpleasant states that produce stress. So in their finding, conclusion, gratitude is the healthiest human emotion. And the Bible reports in Colossians 3, 15 to 17, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts and be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Whatever you do, do all in the name of Jesus, giving thanks to him, to God the Father. 
God said it first. They're, the scientists are just coming up with this discovering. Oh, we just discovered. What? Hello? Jesus came here to give us that information. Are you hearing me? So my sixth point on the multitasker of gratitude. You see, a grateful heart, this is so great to me, ushers in the glory of God. See, not only does praise and thanks release his tangible presence, it causes us to get glimpses of his glory. See, so we experience these foretastes of glory, which, which revive our hope and transforms our lives. So gratitude honors God. That's what he said in Psalm 50, verse 23. It honors God. And whatever, and whatever we give God, he's only going to multiply back to us. Come on, people. 2 Chronicles 5, verses 11 to 14. I'm going to read a, a snippet of it. This is when Solomon had completed the temple and they were going to dedicate it. Now, you can read it yourself from 11 to 14. I'm going to read from 13. It says, Indeed, it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were as one, were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good and his mercy endures forever, that the house, the house of the Lord was filled with the cloud, the glory cloud, so that the priests could not continue ministering because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord filled the house. Hallelujah. They were simply praising the Lord. Simply praising God. Hallelujah. So, thankfulness is a journey of the soul, listen, that begins in the heart. It's a journey of the soul that begins in the heart. So when your appreciation begins to amp up, God's gonna show up with great things for you. See, that's why he wants to restore our soul, to free us from us so we can praise him as we should, so we foster the emotion of gratitude. Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. So with thanksgiving, we're talking to God. I'm just making our request, you know, I need this, I need that, this, that, 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 that's God. See, he already knows that stuff anyway. He wants your attention, your affection, your appreciation. He already knows the situation. Are you hearing me? So our thanksgiving then diffuses anxiety. The Greek word for anxiety is distraction. So if I'm anxious, I'm just being distracted from what I should be doing, which is praising God and honoring him. Are you hearing me? It's that stress buster that we need. So Thanksgiving is so much more than turkey. So much more than turkey. It's also a corrective it's a medicine. It's an alternative for sadness and even grief and pride and selfulness. And gratitude perfumes your prayers. Hallelujah. Its fragrance brings heaven to earth. It honors the presence of God. It releases joy unspeakable. Mm. So if stuff 
is wearing you down. People, brothers and sisters, people of God, saints, you need to just take a moment of thanksgiving and just praise him. Refocus. Refocus beyond what it, what it might look like right now or how you might be feeling. But think on God's graciousness, his love for you. He loves you madly. You know, he came to give you an, a, a, a pass from hell, to take you from death to life. It's powerful. John 3.16 is proof that he so loved us that he gave Jesus. It's a demonstration of what he said. You see, a declaration without a demonstration is empty. It means absolutely nothing. It's fruitless. So we need to demonstrate our gratitude to God on a constant basis. You know, show it in your behavior. Show it in reciprocity to other people that you're in connection with. Are you hearing me? Yes. Declare your thanks to God out loud for everything. Whether you, you know, this, his deliverance from seen and unseen dangers. His protection over you for everything he's ever done for you. You know, personally, I'm, I'm thankful for so many things. I, I'm thankful for God the Father because I didn't have a father. And he taught me what that meant to have a daddy, to know somebody cared for me, protected me. I thank God for Jesus who made it possible to have that relationship. And the Holy Spirit, our teacher, our counselor, all of his, all of his text messages that he sends to us constantly to, to amp us up, to help us, to bless us, to increase our lives. I'm thankful for my, for my classes in the Holy Ghost University in the city of Hard Knocks. You have to learn from the Holy Spirit. He'll teach you everything you need to know. I call him Chatty Cathy sometimes because he cause, he's constantly telling you some information that you need. I thank God for peace. That's that, that uh, surpassing understanding kind of peace. Because see, God's peace causes all of our pieces to be refit and repositioned into wholeness so that we function, we can realize our purpose. Thank God for family. This family is truly on-the-job training. <laughs> family can be an education for your master's or your doctorate, trust me. <laughs> I thank God for friends and enemies, especially Judas. Thank God for Judas. Hallelujah, thank God for Jesus. Thank God for your health and your strength and, and the soundness of your mind. Thank God for America, the only nation founded on God. And praise God for his precious Israel, the only nation founded by God. And for our troops fighting around all of, uh, many countries for the, for the freedom of all peoples. Thank God for prayer, we can communicate with God. And he hears everything you say. He answers, he responds to us all the time. Thank God for his love for us, which provokes him to provide for us. What are you grateful for today? Maybe you should write it down and journal it. You know, so you remind yourself on a daily basis, God, I need to thank you. Did I thank you today? Did I thank you for waking up today? You know, we're still here after all the things we've gone through. I know everybody's got a story or two or three for God's mercy 
that we've received. Thank God we can gather and worship in a place together, soon to be a new sanctuary. Thank God for food in the fridge, the job you, you're, you're working at, the, the, the wake-up call you got this morning. It wasn't just your alarm clock. <laughs> Amen? Yeah. Remember the story in Luke 17 about the, the lepers, the 10 lepers. Only one of them came back to say, thank you, God. And only one of them was made whole. The, they all got healed. The, that leprosy dried up. But he was restored. All of his limbs were restored. His life was restored. He was restored to full capacity to function in his life, in his world. That is powerful only because he said, thank you, God. Thank you, God, from his heart, from his core. Psalm 63, verse 3 says, because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips will praise you. I will lift up my hands in your name. Psalm 69, 30 says, I will praise the name of the Lord, God, and I will magnify him with thanksgiving. You know, magnifying doesn't make God bigger. It just makes God bigger in your life. Are you hearing me? Colossians 2, verses 6 to 7 in closing. Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, walk in union with him, reflecting his character in the things you do and say, living lives that lead others away from sin, having been deeply rooted in him and now being continually built up in him and becoming increasingly more established in your faith, just as you were taught, and overflowing it with gratitude. Did you know that thank you is heaven's password? What's the password on your computer? on your cell phone. Thank you. Thank you. So let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Why don't you say thank you, Jesus, right now. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you give him a praise offering right now. Amen. God bless you.